She came out on TMZ and said Michelle was a man. You can find a video on TMZ where she says it. Um, and she says it twice. And she says everybody knows that it's no big deal. You know, and then she was dead two weeks later. Yeah. There you go, baby. Welcome back to another episode of Rated G with Gary G. Garcia. And I have to say, and Brian Licata. It's great to be here with you, my man, Brian. What's going on? Happy to be here, man. Always happy to see you. I woke up today and was like, today is podcast day. Yeah, I felt the same way. Yeah. I felt the same way, man. Oh, wait, I do notice you have a little picture in the background today. Hung a little low. Oh, I like that. The the wise guy shit. Yeah. You know, this door's looking that way. That door's looking this way. And the guy in the middle is like, eh, I don't know. What's going on? Uh, what are we rocking on the shirt today? What are those on your shirt today, man? These are pinatas. Pinatas. Yeah. I like that. Thank you. That might be my, my favorite shirt I've seen you rock so far. Thank you. Thank you. Thank the pinatas, man. And this is a, 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 a big moment in Rated G history. I am actually doing this podcast without a cap. I'm sporting the head today. You know? Are you trying to get some sun up there? A little bit. This is what bothers me about being bald. You see how you can still see? <laughs> I mean, other than not having hair. <laughs> I mean, the not having hair shit is no big deal. I got a nice round head, I think. But, like, you know, you can still see where the hair is supposed to be. And that, you know, like, if it's going to be bald, just go away. The fuck is, you know, what is it clinging to? I'm not clinging to it. I might have asked you this already, but when did you start shaving your head? Uh, completely shaving it at 26. 27. Yeah, we did. We, 27. We did, we did talk about this. Yeah. Yeah. I always remember because that's when my son was born. So when he was born, I cut my dreads. Yeah. They were leaving me anyway, man. <laughs> I think you look good. I mean, I've never known you with hair before. So yeah, I mean, it, it is what it is. You look fine. I could have had a weird shaped head. You know, I count my blessings where they are. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I could have had a very weird shaped head. You see them motherfuckers out there, square heads. Fucking, I got that meat shit in the back, man. This this guy my dad used to work with used to wear a like fedora type hat all the time. And when he would take his hat off, he had these like lumps in his head. Like it was just like a yes. Like I've his, seen the old lumpy heads. Yeah, yeah. His was, his Cheers to all my followers and all our followers. Cheers, man. Appreciate you. Ah, is that still the the Jameson? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I decided to just do the bottle on the on the podcast. It's the only time I drink it. Okay, you know? I like that. But I still got my, you know, at a boy, my podcast glass, baby. At a boy, yeah, no free ads. Yeah, man. So how how's uh how was your week, man? How was your week? How was your uh, weekend? All the, good. The week the week was very good, and we're getting Mister Boots acclimated to his new environment. Um, he shit on the floor a couple times, so that was not fun. Dogs will do that. Yeah, dogs will. Throughout their lifetime. It's Throughout like their lifetime. It's, it's like part dog. of owning a dog. You want to own a dog, you're going to be picking up some shit in your house. Because, I mean, you're going to be picking up shit anyway, but you're going to be picking up shit in your house eventually. Uh, that's, you know. Fortunately, we don't have any carpet anywhere in this house. That's so, a plus. Yeah. See, I only have little spots of carpet, and cats don't shit. What they do is throw up. Uh, uh, they, they love to throw up hairballs and all kinds of shit. Right. And my cat will always go to the little piece of carpet 
you know, like the little bathroom carpet. I got a little strip of carpet in my room and I got a little carpet around my table and she'll always go to the carpet to throw up. There's floor everywhere. She could throw up in 99% of the places in this house, no problem. But she always chooses the rug. Well, maybe, maybe she thinks that you don't want her to throw up on the floor. So she, so she finds, she goes to the rug to throw up there as a courtesy to you. She just has it backwards. I appreciate the fact that you're looking out for mama's best interest on this, but the truth is she knows because I'll pick her up and put her on the fucking floor. <laughs> okay, okay. Like if I catch her, you hear her. She'll be, <laughs> you hear it coming. So I look, cause I know she's on the fucking rug and I have to pick her up while she's, <laughs> and I'll just throw her on the fucking, well, not throw her, but put her on the fucking floor. Yeah. So she knows the floor is where I'd rather it be. She just likes the rug. I mean, who am I to judge, man? Can I say this though? That picture looks like it's hanging a little low. Yeah. So the, I fucked it's up. It's like dude. at your doorknob, dude. <laughs> well, so I, I needed it at my doorknob because I had to, I had to position it behind me, which I didn't do a very good job. Like I had my desk set up and then I rearranged it and it, it fucked the picture up. The picture should really be like right, right here. Somewhere where we could see it. Yeah. Yeah. That'd be nice. But the problem is being able to sit here and then place it, turn around hammer so i fucked up i i don't understand what you're saying it sounded real feminine i don't know i just don't know what do you mean that you can't turn around and put it in that wall no because i want to place it <laughs> <laughs> oh you want to look in the picture See where it is, place it. Because the only reason anything is getting hung here is for the podcast. Like, this is like a bare corner your, of my room. By the way, he was pointing out people that he moved his position. Right. I was saying she stuck him in the corner by the door. You know, I don't feel like that position is necessarily the best position in the house. But you got it. You got a corner, dude. You fought for your independence. You now it's, have a corner. It's, it's right next to the laundry room. Of course it is. <laughs> <laughs> while you're there, could you do a load? Throw a load in while you're there. Yeah, just your uh, your under your undergarments. Ship them down, and I'll I'll, I'll throw them here there for you. Throw them in there, man. Oh man, uh, so, I yeah. was looking forward to this. <laughs> yeah, me too, man. Um, yeah, so uh, getting the dog getting the dog settled down, set the shit up in here. Other than that, man, I've been thinking. I've just been thinking a lot. Really? It's a, it's a yeah, scary just, thing. Yeah, I've just been... I've been trying to find more time to just think. You know what I'm saying? Well, I mean, you, you can't find more time. You have to take advantage of the time we're given. Right. You just need to choose more time to think out of that time. Exactly. Yep. Yeah, I've been, try, I've been, I've been trying to, to, to make a conscious effort in, in doing that, is, is managing my time better so I have more time to just kind of think like sit out on the porch hang out maybe read maybe just it's sit a, there for a little bit yeah it's amazing how much more you'll get done if you wake up early i i, I can't i woke up early today because my man mark the rack big shout out to mark choo, 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 choo. he's out here checking me out um and he hit me up at like nine in the morning because he's a day walker so you know it's it's amazing like we went we hit the fucking we hit the driving range Got my little driving range shit in. And uh, I was back here by like before 12, dude. 
You know what I'm saying? It was crazy. <laughs> I was like back here, like ready to end the day. Like, shit, what time is the show? And I still got the whole day. Now, have you always been a night person or did that change once you left your, your job designing? No, I, I was always, I was, a, I was a night walker and a day walker. I averaged like four hours of sleep a night when I was uh, at my peak. You know, like when I worked, I would still stay up to four in the morning. You know, at least playing video games. How much time I wasted playing video games is immeasurable. You couldn't even measure the time of how much time I spent. Years, years. Did you, enjoy, you enjoyed it though, right? I mean, I, I loved it. I loved it. Time. I loved it. Well, I mean, I guess it's not a waste of time if you're um, enjoying yourself. But, you know, I was being called to something bigger and I just wasn't answering it. I was just too busy playing fucking NBA. Yeah. <laughs> You know, so I I look at it as I wasted a lot of time. But, like, now I don't even play, and I miss it, but I don't. It's like a whatever. You know, it's weird, man. Like I said, being 50, 51 thing has is, is been weird for me because I just feel like I should feel a little more mature. And I don't. I don't feel like no different, dog. You know what I'm saying? I just care a little bit less. <laughs> what, what do you think the age was at? What, what age did you mature and then stop? And now you just have had what you've had for years. I would like to think I'm still, you know, I would like to think I'm still maturing, man, in some sort of way. Um, but I would think uh, probably, it probably started after the divorce, but then really kicked in after uh, they let me go from LT, you know? Cause really that was the last thing that I was still had of that life, you know? And uh, yeah, I don't know. I think at that point I just stopped kind of like, you know, you know, the truth of the matter is my DMT experience is what changed my life completely. When I did the DMT, then it was like, yeah, all this shit is bullshit. What am I stressing? You know, time to start getting a little closer with God and closer to what I'm being called to do. And, the meaning of, you know, not necessarily life, but what my purpose is, you know? So I started getting a little more into that. Um, Stop being as angry. I was an angry little bastard, man. It's crazy. I still get a little angry. I caught me doing it today when I was trying to fucking swift my, swiffer my floors and the fucking thing kept flipping over. And I'm like, motherfucker! You know, I'm like ready to throw the thing out the fucking window. And then I had to catch myself and remember, that's not me no more. I don't get angry over stupid shit like swiffers. I don't. Th I think I've only ever seen you. I wouldn't even say angry, but like upset or annoyed. Maybe three times. Oh, you haven't seen me much. <laughs> maybe, maybe three times. Those are probably all at meetings. Yes. <laughs> Every single one of them. Those are probably. I hate <laughs> fucking meetings. I fucking hate them, man. I fucking hate meetings, dude. They're just too much. Like, uh, it makes it too much like a job, man. You know, and I hate jobs. You know? Suck, man. Jobs are terrible. Work is a horrible thing. <laughs> so bad. That's why you got to do what you love, man. This way you know, I mean, don't get me wrong. There's people out there, man, they don't mind, you know, being behind a cash register, making their money, going home, living their life on Monday, you know, Friday through Sunday, you know, after work shit. And that's fine. You know, we need those people. Yeah. That's just not. 
Not me. I wish I was. Mm. I find myself wishing I was. I, I I find myself wishing my goals weren't so lofty. I find myself wishing uh, I had no dreams. It's an easier life, especially like with my mindset of not giving a fuck. Because really, the only thing I give a fuck is is my career. You know, what I mean, and and the people, you know, the people that I love and that are close to me. But right. but as far as like my life goes. You know, my career is, is is the thing that I probably uh think about the most and 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 you know mentally deal with, get depressed over and shit like that. Everything else really doesn't get to me. So I find myself thinking like the last couple of days, I find myself thinking a lot, like, damn, why why I even gotta have dreams? Like, why can't I just be like a normal, a norm? Just go to work, do my shit, you know, come home, hit the driving range in the morning and shit, go to work. I would, you know, there's a part of me that wishes I, I did it for a while. Can't say I was happy. Um, I know it's weird. Everything has its pros and cons, you know? Like, it's cool to have some sort of, like, routine, you know? And in comedy, it's kind of hard to have that. You know, I probably have the most routine kind of job right now with comedy than most people because I basically play every day. But, um, I mean, you know, my, my dreams are lofty, man. So I have to look beyond this and, and what's next and, and where this is going to take me. And you start thinking of all that shit. And then, you know, then I get caught up in, you know, my lifestyle. Then I wonder, am I even going to be alive to ever see if I accomplish anything? You know, a lot of people accomplish their shit after they're gone. They never get to see the impact that they left behind, you know. And that to me is like kind of a thing sometimes. Like, would I be good not knowing if I ever like, you know, like ever achieved some sort of uh, greatness in my life? You know, cause you think about Patrice O'Neill, he didn't, he, you know, he never saw his, his picture up on 42nd. That picture didn't go up until his documentary came out. I mean, it's cool, but you don't get to appreciate it. You know what I'm saying? I mean, don't get me wrong. He was chilling, I'm sure. Yeah, I um, I think about that sometimes too. Like, if I didn't have dreams or anything like that, and it's just a, it like sounds good for a little bit, and then when you think about it a little while longer, you're like, no, nah, fuck, like fuck that, you know? It's a it's a blessing and a curse. Yeah, yeah. You yeah. know what I'm saying? It's a blessing Ign- and a curse. Ignorance cause, is bliss. Because my gift has saved me through a lot of things that most people probably wouldn't have been able to make it through mentally and shit like that. Mm-hmm. You know, I do have a gift where I'm get I'm able to share my feelings and my thoughts and my angers through a form of comedy or even back before that music or poetry or before comedy. You know, so I've I've always been blessed with an outlet. My art's been an outlet to the things that hurt me. So it makes it feel like the pain is not only worth it but necessary. Right. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, you probably have to have both of those things together. There's many, there's many forms of artists, man. There's artists who are there just, just to entertain. But I would like to think that I'm there to, uh, to spark a thought. You know, something a little more. And there's yeah. nothing wrong with just, you know, entertaining. I love entertaining people. Um, you know, I live for that shit. But it's, it's nice when someone actually sees beyond the jokes and beyond... Uh, you know, the laughs and they, and they see what it is I'm trying to say on the back end of that shit. That shit is what, is what matters to me the most, in all honesty. But yeah, I found myself a couple of times feeling like, you know, is it, is it even worth it? 
You know what I'm saying? Like it's even, I mean, I love what I do. Don't get me twisted. I love it, man. But uh, but it gets, you know, especially out here. Like I'm in Atlantic City, man. That's why I'm so happy that my man Mark is out here. Cause I'm in Atlantic City, dog. I ain't got no, like no real, real friend friends out here. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like everybody here I know, I know for the last four years. Right. You know, and, and everybody's doing their own thing and that's fine. You know, we 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 like, you know, work friends. But like I ain't got like if 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 uh, I'm not doing nothing, then I'm not doing nothing. Right. You know. Um, but you know That's how that's how it is for me down here too. You know, it's like I mean I got my girl, obviously, but you yeah. know, other than well, that, I knew it was gonna get I, listen, being a comedian is a lonely job, even if you have someone in your life. Right. Because you're constantly traveling, you're constantly in hotels. And uh I got into it knowing the game. I wouldn't I don't think I would uh change it. I had a great life. At the end of the day, you know, I have a great life, so fuck it, you know, with that. But I've always, I've always been like prone to bouts of like depression, you know, when you just feel bad for fucking reason. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Because I sit there and I go, why the fuck am I feeling sad, man? Like, I'm not, I'm not doing so bad, dog. I got right. a dope ass little crib, you know, and this is my second go around. You know, like I worked my shit up to a house with a pool in the back and ground. Only one in the neighborhood, 12 foot in ground, basketball court on the side, two dogs, two kids, wife. You know, I had all that shit. Lost all that shit. All of it. When I left, I left. The only thing I didn't have to start over was clothes. And I didn't have to buy a new Xbox. Because yeah. <laughs> that's all I took. I took my Xbox, my TV, because it was Black Friday and I fucking dealt with that crowd at Black Friday. Yeah. It's the only Black Friday I ever did, too. Um, so I took my TV, my Xbox, and my clothes. That's it. No car, no nothing. Started from scratch. So on days when I start to feel down, I tend to just look around, you know, and I say, you know what, dude, you're doing all right. Because you started over at 42, and you got furniture now. <laughs> I got a bed now. I got a couch now. You know, I got a dope-ass little crib with a beautiful view, you know. I've met some cool people. I got a good life. I've, I've lived a really good life. That's why I really don't get caught up on my depression shit because I, I feel that way, but I know I, I don't have a reason to feel that way. So I'll give myself like three days, two, three days to feel that way. And then after that, you know, you got to snap out of it, dog. You're good. Because the yeah. truth is I'm good. <laughs> what, what's the worst that could happen? You know, I fucking die and then, not, you know, no more stress. Who the fuck is? Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, who the fuck is? What's going to happen? I'm only getting older. No one's getting younger. So it's like, what the fuck? Yeah, I you think I, I think I only ever go through like, yeah, two days. Two days of feeling like shit. You got to get back into shit, you know? And it's like, all right, that's, this is, this is useless. Even, even when I get mad, like I, I, I get mad for like a really short period of time. And I'm just like, all right, you know, the anger is not serving any sort of purpose. Um, so I gotta that's what happens. To, you got to figure out how to deal with whatever I have. Yeah, man. Look, I, I've, I've learned to receive it. It's the fullness of life. Yeah. That's, comes, <laughs> that's a good way of putting it. That's what it is, man. The fullness of life is experiencing everything that comes. The laughter, the tears, all that shit, man. Um, Denny's. Denny's, yes. Another company that'll never have me doing commercials for them. <laughs> ever. Um, I still fucks with Denny's. I do. I still fucks with them because there's a lot of shit on that menu I want to try. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like they have a very interesting menu, especially when it comes to breakfast. You know? But um, I went there the other day 
And these motherfuckers gonna tell me 30 minutes. And I'm like, there's nobody in here. Like there was mad seats. And they're like, yeah, but we're short staffed. And I'm like, but why, then why don't you hire like one more fucking person? So they wouldn't you let you obviously, sit, they wouldn't let you sit down? No, they tell me 30 minutes. And the thing is, I'm like, that's another thing. Like I'm sitting there and I'm like, that's another thing. Like, why wouldn't you just sit me down? Say we're short staffed. It's going to be a minute. Yeah. Would you like coffee, juice? What do you want to drink while you wait? Right. And give me a menu so I can just at least see what I, I mean. It's a good menu. Right. There's a lot to choose from. I would have appreciated being sat down with time to look at the fucking menu. You know, that's not good management. They could and I feel a little bad because the manager looked like she wanted to cry from the minute she came up. Uh... So once I started going at her about, you know, this is ridiculous. You know, there's no one here. And I understand you short staff, but like, why can't I get a fucking table? You know, she took that shit to heart yeah. <laughs> and got really, and got really upset. I apologized. I'm a man. I don't like to hurt nobody, man. I saw that the feelings were hurt. Yeah. I realized I wasn't the first person or the last person that's going to say this to her, but she needs to get a little better at her job, man. You know, like learn how to deal with people, man. I was hangry. You know, it was like three o'clock. I was eating breakfast. The best way to handle that would be like, we're short-staffed. I'll get you a cup of coffee. Any sort of juice that you want. And, and the menu. I, dude, even, even like some bread, like toast, anything like that. Be like, hey, I'm going to bring this out for you. Nibble on this. Even just the menu and the drinks, I'd be fine. Right. We'll get to you as soon as we can. Yeah. I appreciate that. But to tell me I got to stand outside and wait for 30 minutes, that doesn't help me. Sitting me down would be like, you know, that, that, that button you push to change the light. You what know, when you had a crosswalk, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know when you had a crosswalk, it says push to change the signal. Yeah. The shit don't work, but it makes you feel like you're doing something. You know what I'm saying? It gives you this thing in your mind that says, I just told that light I want to cross. And it knows, although it don't, it does nothing. That shit's attached to nothing. But it puts in your mind that something's going to happen because you push that button. So sit me down, give me a menu, cup of coffee, puts in my mind, I'm going to be taken care of pretty soon, you know? And at that point, my attitude is always, it doesn't matter how long it takes, as long as when it gets there, it's worth the wait. You know what I'm saying? Don't make me wait long and then bring me shitty food. Yeah. Eggs, the yolks already broke. Burnt toast. How does a motherfucker throw burnt toast on a person's plate, man? You knew it was burnt when you were buttering that shit, motherfucker. Toast ain't supposed to be black. Black. You giving me black toast? Come on, man. Brown, bitch. Stop acting like we don't know what toast supposed to fucking look like. And I felt bad as my man that I see every because I go to Denny's. I go. I'm, I'm a frequent Denny's goer. And what? my why don't you go to diners or something like that? Why would you go to? I got a diner that I hit too. I got a couple of spots that I hit, you know? Yeah. I got okay. a couple of spots, but I like the Denny's. Like I said, this got a good menu. I can get breakfast at three o'clock in the afternoon. Cause all my diner or the diner spot, I could do it, but it's a little further. There's so, nothing right here. Yeah. Like no, Gilcrest not. is closed yeah. by two. You know, I like uh Hannah G's big up Hannah G's. Pew, 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 pew. I go there if I wake up early enough, by two o'clock. They're closed, they're right? Yeah, yeah they're so, closed. So 
uh, further up, there's a place called Agnes Cafe towards How you. How far do you? Oh, by me. Yeah. Closer to me. Yeah. I, you, I think I've seen that Agnes Cafe. Why? Is it good? Yes, dude. That, that is the only breakfast spot I'll eat in in Venner. The only really? one. Really? Yeah. You must have gave him a good review on uh, <laughs> Reddit. No, so... <laughs> So her bagels are the best. I don't forget shit, dude. No. How do I remember all that stupid shit? My man, the fucking, he writes fucking reviews. If you never call it, a motherfucker review writer. Um, so I, uh, Agnes has, so there are no really good bagels in Atlantic City, right? I there agree. Are, there aren't. But the best of the rest bagels are at Agnes. And she makes thin, crispy pork roll and those shredded hash browns. I like the shredded hash browns. That's, that's why I go there, because of the shredded I'm a hash fan, browns. I'm a fan of the shredded hash browns. But for you, they close at 2, but anytime after noon that isn't on a weekend, the hash browns aren't good. Because they're using the leftover ones from the morning. They're not making fresh hash yeah. browns. But if, you, if you're there in the morning or any time on the weekend, the hash browns will be great. Yeah. Hannah G's always treated me well. I think I feel like I'm cheating on him going to some place on the same strip. Yeah. I mean, it's back a couple blocks, but I would, I would highly recommend it. I'm going to check it. Agnes. Yeah. Polish I'm lady. I'm going to check it out, man. She's a tall Polish woman who works there. She owns the place. A lot of things have been happening these last couple of days. Uh-oh. I am on season seven of Game of Thrones. Wow, dude. What are you no. averaging? What are you averaging? You're averaging like a like four, a, a season? five, four, four, four episodes, five episodes a day, maybe. Um, let's go, G. It's so much that I didn't know, man. I'm like, <laughs> what was I watching? I don't understand what I was watching because I I didn't remember so much shit. You know, like when the when the old lady, the queen's mother. Not saucy, but the other queen was married to the son. Yes. That, that, that her mother was, the grandmother was nuts. She even went out like a trooper. She even I, went out like a trooper. They I, gave her the poison. She drank that shit. And then she said, tell saucy that I'm the one who killed her son. I want her to know it was me. I want her to know. Crazy. It's badass. She said, is it gonna is it gonna make me foam at the mouth? And he goes, No. And she goes, Good. And then drinks and it goes, I wouldn't want to be ending up the way your son ended up. Foaming at the mouth, screaming and crying for his mother. I said, ah shit. <laughs> Yo, vicious motherfuckers, dude. What about when Cersei fucking catches that chick who killed her daughter? <clears throat> the chick who killed her daughter, the one who the one who was having sex with her husband with everybody. Oh, Lady Brienne, the tall one, the knight? No, 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 no. The one who her and her husband was fucking everybody. Dudes, chicks. And then he got his head crushed by, by that big dude during, the, during that battle for, uh, for uh, innocence. Remember that shit? He had, he, he had the dude. He killed the dude, basically. He stabbed him in his chest, but instead of just finishing him off, he was like, you know, tell me who told you to kill my family. And then the dude jumped up and crushed his head. You don't remember the couple that was fucking everybody? Uh, no. How do you forget them? They were the sexiest fucking couple in the shit. Oh, 
yes. I yes, love yes, them. Yes, yes, yes. They this, don't give up. They fuck the, everybody. The, the Puerto Rican ones, right? Oh, of course. They got to be Puerto Ricans. Yeah, but I guess they're the Puerto Ricans of that, of that realm. They're definitely the Spaniards of that realm. Puerto Ricans. But, but you remember yeah. his wife, after he died, his wife killed Sarsi's daughter by kissing her with the poison on her lips. Yes, I remember that scene. Yep. Yep. And then when when because they were giving they were giving her back, yeah, They're giving the girl back. Plus, she wanted to kill her as revenge for her husband dying. Right, right. You know, which really saw. I, I got to be honest. Out of all the deaths that Sarsi has been responsible for, she really wasn't responsible for that one no. because that dude chose to fight. Come here, buddy. Trying to get the dog over here. That uh, dog, yeah, man, that dog is adorable too. Yeah, I'll I talked get... to you a little bit. I was watching the last podcast. I'm like, why well, I gotta make him feel bad about getting a dog? It's a great fucking dog. It's a great thing. He did a great thing. He adopted a dog. Uh, it's a great thing, man. I'm gonna you see know? if I can get Christina to bring him, bring him out here. I appreciate that though. And Thank you me. know what's funny though is they always say, "Don't buy him at a kennel. Adopt. Don't buy him at a kennel. Adopt." But if everybody does just adopts and no buys them at a kennel, then you're gonna need to fucking save those dogs eventually. I say the same thing all the all the time. Like the dog's it's alive, cool. it doesn't matter where it is. <laughs> like if if the dog's alive, so you should adopt them. It doesn't matter if it's from a kennel, from a store, from a shelter. That's that would be the equivalent of don't adopt white babies. <laughs> they don't need the help that much because <laughs> eventually they're gonna grow up and they'll still be white. Yeah. And that goes a long way in this country. So please adopt brown babies. That's what it's like saying, you know what I'm saying? Why can't you get like, like that dog knew it was going to get, you know, born to a person who sells them. You're going to make that dog feel bad. He's not homeless. Right. <laughs> you know, fuck. I wish I'd have been born in the street. You know what I'm saying? By just a bitch and a man. You know, is it messed up? Because that dog knows his mother and father. That dog ain't allowed to be adopted. My, my, my brother adopted this dog from a kill shelter in, in Philly. And this dog was a pit bull. Oh, wait, it was, it was in a kill shelter. It was in a kill shelter, yeah. Oh, so he saved that dog. He saved that dog, yeah. yeah no, no, no. You, you adopted a dog. He saved that dog. Correct. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, he's always been a better person than me. So <laughs> I taught to believe, dude. Um, <laughs> so then uh, they, they, they found the dog in Kensington and it was wandering for like a long time. And the dog was like shredded. Like this dog was like beastly. <laughs> hey, come here. It's crazy when you see those dogs, right? With crazy muscles. I saw a, a, a chihuahua. When I went to go get my dog fixed, I mean, my cat fixed, I saw a chihuahua and it was like a tiny chihuahua and it was ripped muscles <laughs> all over it, dude. And I was like, yo, what is that dog mixed with? And the chick was like, oh, it's mixed with pit bull. Damn. The father was a that's, chihuahua. The mother crazy. was a pit bull. The lady told me that the pit bull sat there watching TV while the chihuahua got behind it and started banging it out and the pit bull never even buzzed, didn't even know it was being tampered with. That's wild. Isn't that crazy? Look who it is. Oh, look who it is. There you go. Ah. You see the, see the boots? Yeah, I know. The boots are adorable, <laughs> man. Hence the name, right? Yeah. yeah he's a good boy. He's a yeah, good boy. He's, he's an adorable dog, man. Yeah. yeah That's he's, a big step. You guys think you're ready for it? 
Uh, yeah, Christina is a dog person. The dog will literally follow her anywhere. Oh, yeah, the see, dog. That's not good, man. You got to make the dog like you better. Well, so she'll sick that <laughs> motherfucker on you the minute you try to move out of that corner, dude. <laughs> The minute you try to expand <laughs> your horizons you to, to the bathroom, she's going to sick them on you. Yeah. <laughs> Can she hear me? Can she hear me? No, no. I'll, I'll oh, tell her. Right, good. I'll, I'll tell her, though. She'll find it funny. No, nah, no. Nah, she don't watch the podcast. We good. You ain't got to tell her She don't need to know. Um, what else? Oh, oh, so what, what, I wanted to, what I wanted to go into, because this, this is kind of a crazy story. I saw this this morning. So you talking about Cersei reminded me that uh, last night, um, one in the morning, they whacked the president of Haiti. I just got just got the notification, yeah. dog. Yeah, I, I heard like, in his house. Yes, <laughs> that's fucked up to get smoked in your house and you were president. Was it? It had to be in 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 house, right? Yeah. So I'm, I was looking into it. Um, I, I mean, I read the article this morning, and then. I came like looking in, into it again, um, but they they haven't said who 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 done it yet. Yeah, I think the word did it, but okay. Um, but uh, how <laughs> like is a phrase. that? People use that. People use how who done it. Who done it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a thing. Yeah, people people say who done it. It's like a it's who a done game. It, a who done it? Is that what it is? Is it a game? It's a game. Who done it? No, that's but, that's that's, clue. That right that's clue. That's clue. So that, yeah, no, no, no. But is that right up there with blowing smoke into dogs' ears? <laughs> are, are you teaching me a fact that's actually not a fact? I know they say it's a who done it. I know that's a type of thing. Who done it? Let's see. A who done it? A who done it is. You mean make it bigger? Who done it? Is a there you go. Thank you for my eyes. Is a complex plot driven right. See, it's a detective story. Right. It's a type. It's not not properly used in a sentence. Like they don't know who done it. (laughs) It's like yo, who did? Yo, did they find the dude? Nah, they don't know who done it yet. That's not. That's not proper English. (laughs) And I know because I do not speak proper English, so I know when it's being spoken back to me, motherfucker. No, I mean, whatever, dude. I ain't mad at you. I appreciate you trying to defend that. (laughs) You're mad at me, you said. (laughs) I'm a dick. That's my job to be a dick, man. I'm a very likable dick. I am. I don't even know. Honestly, dude, I thought about the other day, like I I was saying, I don't have friends. I'm I'm not surprised. (laughs) Why would I have friends? I don't understand even the people who stick to me through thick and thin. Like, why? I'm such a dick. I'm no yo to that own self be true, man. So <laughs> um here's to all my dickheads out there. Solid. So this yeah, so the guy and the president gets whacked in his house at one in the morning. And Haiti, I don't know how high up on your Haitian history you are, but Haiti is the only oh, con- none. None? Okay. Yeah, okay. So I was just about to ask you, what does that mean to us? All right, so wild thing about Haiti is they led the only successful slave rebellion ever. Like, period. Hey, big up to that, man. Yeah, so they had, they had a rebellion, and then they had this government that was in charge for, I want to say, into, like, the 
fifties maybe. And then they had a bunch of like, you know, coups, military takeovers, assassinations. So coups this is very big in that part of the world. Yeah. I, I understand. Most of them. Yeah. Not too many coups are in America. Funded by America. Of course. That's why there's not pew, many pew, in America. Pew, 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 pew. Big up to the funding for the coups in America. Pew, 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 pew. Um, yeah, I mean, I'm not surprised. We fund every war, even our own. We fund the people that are against us all the time. So I'm not surprised with that. Um, it sucks. My condolences to uh, the Haitian people. Yeah, we was we, he a good president? Um, I know there was a lot of controversy about him as a president. Uh, I don't know specifically what it was, but the U.S. also we had we occupied Haiti for like twenty something years in the early 1900s. Dude, of course. Where do you think they get all the little kids from? Yeah. <laughs> Real shit. Where you think they're getting all the little kids from? The Clintons fucking um uh assistant or whatever she was to them got busted bringing like 37 of them motherfuckers into America with no papers or whatever. And then the Clintons went out there to get her off because they were gonna keep ass. Why would they go out there to get her off? Why was she bringing people out here with no paperwork or nothing? Kidnapping, dog. She's been going on for fucking ever. For fucking ever, man. You know, when I was growing up, they was on milk cartons, dog. Kids missing every fucking day. They had a thing that said, it's 10 o'clock, do you know where your children are? Because a lot of motherfuckers didn't know. Yeah. You know? They were sitting out there trying to fucking perfect that adrenochrome serum. <laughs> you know? It's a lot of trial and error. I was absolutely terrified of getting kidnapped when I was a kid. Really? Terrified of it. Did your parents instill that in you, or you just <laughs> thought you were that cool of a kid that everybody wanted you? No, I think I think I'm, I'm, I must have. Um, I was, dude. Everyone that's, wanted. To, everyone wanted a, to kidnap like, me. Like, oh, they, you know, they're gonna kidnap me. Who told you that? I just know, you know. Like, if there's kidnappers, they want me. <laughs> who wouldn't want me if they were? That would have been the biggest who done it if they were trying to figure out who kidnapped me. Yeah, that would have been a big who done it. Um, why? Why they done it? <laughs> <laughs> That'd be a why they done it. Why the fuck would you kidnap him? Um, but why? Why did you have this terror, dude? I, I, I don't know. I think I think I probably watched some sort of show, um, like a true That'll crime, like a true crime show. Probably way too young. Uh, my parents wouldn't let us watch like you know certain certain shit when I was a kid. When I was younger, they were like you know couldn't watch The Simpsons. They didn't like Ren and Stimpy for whatever reason. Any any like adult cartoon. Cartoons. No, no, Dude. no. Cart- cartoons, definitely. No, nah, I'm saying adult cartoons, but still cartoons. Dude, I was seven years old watching Saturday Night Fever. I, I saw, at seven years old, I saw Death Wish with Charles Brunson, dude, mm. with one of the most brutal rape scenes ever in a movie. I was seven years old. I watched that shit, dog. Yeah. I remember my father well, buying no, a ticket. It's no wonder you, you are the way you are. Yo, it's crazy. I remember when he went to buy that ticket. And it's funny because I saw a lot of movies I shouldn't have seen. You know what I'm saying? Um, but I remember when he went to go see that movie, went to go see, the dude said, yo, you know this is a rated R movie. My father was like, don't you fucking worry about it. I know. It says 17, accompanied by a father, right? And he's like, yeah, well, I'm the father. I said, I. He didn't argue with my dad too much. You know? I kind of respect that approach, though. You know what I mean? I respect that, you know, you got to learn what the world is like early. Oh, man, dude. 
I remember I went to see Saturday Night Fever. I couldn't understand why it gave me so much anxiety. Because I said, I thought this movie was about dancing. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? I thought it was a movie about dancing. I'm like seven years old, right? 77. I'm like seven years old. I'm thinking this movie's about dancing and I'm filled with anxiety. Then I watch it like later on in my life and I realize it had very little to do with dancing. Dancing was the backdrop of it. Mm-hmm. It had to do a lot with how how uh, acceptable date rape was in the 70s, man. That movie is mad date rapey. <laughs> I couldn't believe it. Yeah, like crazy, I would man. have to. I would have to watch it again. I didn't. Dude, watch it again, man. They date rape that, that chick that loves Tony that they have in the back of the car and they're all taking turns with her and shit. I'm sitting there at seven years old like, what the fuck? I didn't really know what was going on, but I knew it was wrong. I felt I felt the anxiety, man, you know? And then Tony tries to date rape that chick. In fact, when he even goes back to visit, he knocks on the door and he's like, I promise I won't try to rape you. The fuck is that? Like people didn't even, you know, that was a weird time, man. It's a weird fucking time. So uh, I sent you that thing yesterday. I started watching... Um, Epstein's shadow on Peacock. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. When that came in, that message came in all kind of weird. I didn't, I didn't really understand what you meant. Yeah, it's a, it's a documentary. It's like a little mini series about uh, Glenn. Gislaine. Jiz. Jiz. See, you Lane. say Gislaine, but in the movie, in this shit, a lot of people call it Glenn. So what is it? Who cares? Bitch is evil. And the funny thing is, is that like. Like, they make it sound like he was the mastermind, but I don't know. And it's funny because the whole first episode, dude, they try to humanize her. They try to tell you her story, how her father, who was the head of Maxwell, I think it's Maxwell House. I think it's the Maxwell House fortune that they come from, I think. Um, But either way, the dude had mad money. He was like a diabolical dude, mad shysty. And... uh. And, you know, they're saying, like, of course, if that's what you're around when you're little, you know, that's what's going to be the normal. And I agree with that. I do agree with that, that if you grow around, you grow up around violence and I mean, whatever you grow up around, you're going to think is normal. If you grow up in a family that's open sexually, you're not going to have no tie ups on sex. If you open up, you know, if you grow up with a family that that's violent, you're going to think of violence as something normal, you know. Um, so to that extent, I agree with that. But the problem that I have with the way they're trying to present this as if like we're supposed to have some sort of emotions for her and feel a little bad for her because her father was such a bad person. But that don't work when motherfuckers is in the hood getting locked up and and they're like, well, look at his life. Look at, you know, he had no father in the house. He had three kids that he was taking care of that were his mother's kids, three sisters and the mother and the mother was on crack and this and that. And, you know, he didn't mean to kill nobody, but he got caught up in the situation where it was his life or their life. And, and he picked his and he won. That doesn't get weighed on anything. Nobody ever goes back and says, yeah, that kid had a fucked up life. Of course, this is where he was destined to show up. Right. So why the fuck should we care about her? Cause she's, she's from England. Yeah. She's from England. <laughs> yeah. I'm supposed to give a fuck about her. 
She's a slimy bitch, man. She's a fucking right, bottom so you, bitch. So I just did a little bit of digging on the family because I didn't think that he was the Maxwell House guy. And he's, he's, he's not, right? He's, he's not. He's not. Uh, but he was born in the Czech Republic or Czechoslovakia yes. then, which is now part of Ukraine. Um, and then escaped Nazi Germany, went to England, and then became a uh, politician in parliament. So he's like a congressman. Yes. But there were allegations against him that he was either, and I quote, hold on, where is it? Uh, possibly a secret agent of a foreign government. He, he possibly was. a double agent or triple agent. Well, he was, he, was a, he was definitely a double agent. The shit I'm watching doesn't say possibly. They're saying he was. Okay. And they're showing paperwork that states he was. He was a See, double agent. Ugh. The problem I have with that, though, is it's, it's on Peacock, on NBC. Yes. Yes. So right off the bat, they're only going to tell you what they want to tell you. Right. Um, but, I mean, the dude definitely got dirt. You know what I'm saying? Like, that dude, they got so much dirt on so many people, dude. It's insane. That's what I'm saying. He's definitely not dead. And, and you know he's got dirt because this dude, Steven Hoffenberg, right? He was like the dude who really put him under his wing and like teaching him Ponzi schemes and shit like that. That dude got busted. He did 18 years and didn't bring up Jeffrey at all. White Jewish dude. Didn't bring up Jeffrey at all. Why would he not rap? Why, especially in 2000 fucking, like, in the year that it, it all went down, why wouldn't he have ratted? They all rat. They're not gangsters. But this dude did 18 years federal and didn't say a word. Now he's saying all kinds of shit. But he didn't say a word. You know what I'm saying? Um, you see, I, I, would, I would think that it's, that they're, like, tied, like, he didn't say a word because he got pictures of this motherfucker playing with either little dinglings or little titties. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? He's got something on him. That's why he didn't say anything. Anyone who thinks he killed himself is insane, man. He's not the type of dude to kill himself. They also got this dude on there. His name is Leland Nally. This dude somehow went on the black, like they had a picture of his black book. And they found out that in the, in the picture, if you zoomed in, you were actually able to see the names. So this dude went, Leland Alley, and he went and called everyone in Jeffrey Epstein's black book. Whoa. And he said he, said he called princes, princes. Uh, he called the presidents, a couple of presidents. He called mad people, dude, that are, like, connected. He said this dude's connections were all across the spectrum. It wasn't like he was just connected in one thing. This motherfucker was everywhere. Politics, he was fucking connected with princes in different countries, and he has dirt on all of them. Fucking all of them. You think that dude was worried about going to jail? He did five years and he did barely any fucking time in jail. They were letting him out from nine o'clock in the morning until midnight in jail. There you go. I wanted to show you, you know? this. So Com Comcast owns NBC. NBC yeah. and Telemundo, they own all of these things. Exactly. And look at the price that that's worth, man. And they say Bill Cosby was looking to buy NBC right before 
all this shit went down. That's factual shit. Bill Cosby was it was looking to buy NBC right before his whole downfall. Really? Yep. And another thing I noticed while I was watching this thing today, man, they're showing all these pictures of of Gazelle Goslin, whatever her name is, Jillian, whatever the fuck. What's what's her name? Gislaine. Gislaine. Yeah. They're showing all these pictures. Yo, there's a lot of pictures of her there with Joan Rivers. Which makes me say. That's how Joan Rivers knew. Because remember, Joan Rivers came out and said that that Michelle was a man. Michelle Obama? Obama. She came out on TMZ and said Michelle was a man. You can find the video on TMZ where she says it. Um, and she says it twice. And she says everybody knows that it. it's no big deal. You know, and then she was dead two weeks later. So it comes down to like, one, how would she know that? Well... If she's running around with Jeffrey Epstein and Maxwell, it only leads me to believe that she must have been at parties with them and that the kind of parties they threw probably had a lot of underage fucking fucking going on. Right. You know? Um, so now it just makes me think even more about, like, the fact that she was murdered, you know, for saying that shit, for coming out and saying that shit, you know? She said Obama was gay, and she said that uh, that uh, Michelle Obama was a dude, and, and everyone was like, "What?" And she's like, "Yeah, everybody knows, no big deal." And then she's dead during a routine surgery. That I think she's the only person who died from that surgery that year. You'd have to double check me on that, but I wouldn't be surprised if I'm right. Uh, you know, not unless they killed a couple of other people just so it wouldn't be a minor throat procedure. I'm telling you, man. They killed yeah, them. I got I got the video. Uh I don't know if we'll hear it though. Last time we wasn't able to hear it. Yeah, hold on, hold on, hold on. Uh share screen. Yeah, people be thinking I'm bugging out, man. But you know, and I'm watching it today, and there's just a whole bunch of and do you think that the country will see the first, the United States will see the first gay president or the first woman well, we president? We have it with Obama, so let's just calm down. Got it. You know, Michelle. Is a trans. I'm sorry, she's a what? A transgender. We all know. Oh my gosh. And she's dead two weeks later. Could you hear could you hear that? Yeah, yeah, I heard it. Yeah. Whoa. Yeah, Whoa, yeah. You never dude. knew that. She actually says it twice. There's another time she says it too. And well, that's she said it uh she so, said it twice in the, in that. No, she says it twice in that, and then they caught her saying it another time, like I think at, at on some table talk shit. She might have brought it up, I think. But either way, I mean, and she says it like it's nothing. Like, she doesn't say it like she's trying to diss anybody, you know? And once again, not that it matters if she is or she isn't. I'm just saying, obviously, if she is, they're not trying to let people know she is. And if a person's out there, you know, who eventually people might listen to saying that shit, and you want to keep it secret, then the only way to do that is to shut that person up. No. Yeah. No. 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 You're definitely. You're definitely right. I'm. You know? I'm. I'm trying to. I'm trying to find something uh, with Bill Cosby. Uh, from... Yeah. Look up Bill Cosby buying NBC. It's up there. You'll find that shit. Yeah. Uh... And I'm telling you, man. Like, I'm. I'm looking at this video and there's mad pictures of her with this chick, which tells me she was with them. She was tied in with them, like all these other motherfuckers. Probably got some shit on her. 
I don't know what her thing was, you know, but uh, how else would she know that unless she was like hanging out at some crazy sex parties with these motherfuckers? I mean, that's an assumption. I feel like it's a safe assumption, but you know, who am I? Yeah. You know, but that was pretty interesting, man. It was a whole bunch of stuff I was bugging out on, man. Like the fact that in 19 fucking, um, what was it? In, in, uh, 1996, uh, the first chick that they had working the door for her that saw all the girls going upstairs and they eventually raped her. Uh, she went to the FBI with it. In 19 had, fucking, had, had the door for who? She was working the door for Jeffrey Epstein in New York. Oh. They hired this chick. She was an artist. They bought two paintings from her. Um, and they had her working the door, you know, signing in names and shit, people who came in. And she said all kinds of people came in, presidents, dignitaries. They all would come in and go upstairs. And she'd see a lot of girls. And, and Maxwell would tell them, well, you know, we do modeling for all different kinds of people. Those are models. She said one time a girl came down crying. And they told her, well, she didn't get the job, so she took it hard. Right. You know, um, that chick must have known what was going on. Uh, she went back to work with them after she went and complained about them to the FBI. You know, um, it's crazy. This dude went, they went, they didn't, they didn't do nothing. The only reason why he ever even got investigated was in 2005, I think it is. I wrote some stuff down just so that I didn't fuck, because I know I'm terrible with fucking dates, so I'm trying to be a little better than, with that. Yeah, in 2005, um, they started investigating him over a complaint from a mother who found $300 in her daughter's dresser. And she asked her, how'd you get this money? And she said she was massaging an old man. And it came out later that she was fucking him. You know, and she went and made a complaint about that. And the cops started investigating in Miami. And then that went to the FBI. And then they had like a 52-page a, a indictment on him. And Alex Acosta, the 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 fucking uh, prosecutor for my uh, the federal prosecutor in Miami cut him a deal, dog. He gave him fifteen months, and he gave him him and all his conspirators immunity. Those mentioned and those not mentioned gave them immunity, and gave that dude fifteen months, and that's when he served, and he was getting out. He was getting out at like eight in the morning, going back at midnight. Yeah, yeah. I, I look. Um, he was basically sleeping there. Yeah. So I looked. It says uh, that that agreement that he gave him said uh, was later ruled illegal by a yes by a federal judge. Yeah. They, that's when they. That's when he got arrested. Where they say he died. I'm not up to that yet. I haven't gone to that yet because it's a series. So I only got like up to episode three. But yeah, they arrest. They, they eventually arrest him again. They throw out that whole thing, which is why they got Maxwell now, because from the first agreement, they wouldn't even be able to have her. You know what I'm saying? They wouldn't even, even though she wasn't mentioned, they wouldn't even be able to have her because those mentioned and not mentioned, which means anybody who you come up with, they're in the clear. Who would cut that deal? Unless that dude's got some shit on him. Dude, this shit's crazy, bro. It's because they fucking, it's because this government is run by fucking perverts. Perverts. You know what I'm saying? And I know because, because I'm sexually deprived. So I know 
not deprived, depraved is the word. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm really not deprived at all, but sexually depraved. So, uh, yeah. Um, my ignorance is what makes me adorable. But, yeah, so I know a pervert when I see one. These motherfuckers are perverts, dude. They're not normal. They're not normal people. They don't think like normal people think. You know what I'm saying? How can you fucking even begin to understand the mind of a motherfucker who makes the laws when you're a motherfucker that got to follow them? These motherfuckers are nuts, you know? And yes, I do think they're out there sipping on that fucking... I believe not only are they sipping on adrenochrome, but I think they're doing it through foreskin straws. <laughs> they're shaped like the baby's penises, dog. They're telling you, dog. The motherfuckers are sick people, man. Sick um, fucking people. And what's up with fucking, uh, who's the president? Biden. What's up with Biden? Do you ever see him? Like, does anyone ever see him? Has he been on anything? It's like he became president and disappeared. Where they got him in, in protective custody from himself. Um, so he doesn't say anything stupid. Have you seen him <laughs> on anything? Uh, dude, to be honest with you, after the election, I stopped watching the I think news. Most people did. Even before that, even even before, like the year prior, I I didn't watch anything. Like I probably haven't really watched the news since like the middle of 2019. All I get now is notifications. Notifications of shit that's happening. Right. That's how I found, found out about the Haitian president. So what I was about to say, so getting back to the Haitian dude, what does that mean for us? Well, does it mean anything at all for us? Not really. I mean, the only thing that it could potentially mean, uh, at least for our country's sake, you know, I don't, I don't know how much trade we do with Haiti. It's probably mostly bananas or, or sugar, if, if really much at all. Um, Interesting. Yeah. Yeah. The guy who got whacked, the president, was a banana exporter. He was like super wealthy. Um, there, the, the unfortunate part about Haiti, man, is the island that's on, you know, half is Haiti, half is the Dominican Republic. And the Dominican Republic has good soil and good growing conditions for shit. And Haiti has like rocks and like nonsense. Like, it's not a, like a, a, a agricultural. Type it's not, it's not a place where uh, plant life flourishes. Yeah. I mean, they have a lot of tropical plant life, but not, not good, not good conditions for agriculture as an export. Got a lot of um, cacti out there. Nah, it's not like cactuses and stuff like that. It's like uh, like hilly, hilly and, and rocky uh, and stuff like that. So yeah. the, the soil's not. Well, like I said, I, I feel bad about that, but uh, it seems, of course, probably something shady, man. Nobody gets to a president unless they're allowed to. Yeah, you know no, there's saying? there's definitely tons of foul play involved in this. this was of course, a, no one gets to a president. This is like the beginning of a of a revolution or um, coup. Mm. Interesting. Yeah. Another coup. Yeah. Cool, 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 cool. <laughs> the motherfuckers are out there taking over governments, man. We could learn something. Not that I want to do that, people. I'm just saying we could learn something, man. At the end of the day, there's more of us than there are of them. And the minute we realize it, it'll be like the ant story. Remember ants with the grasshoppers? Yes. Yeah, man. There's great more movie. of us, man. Great movie. It's a great movie. Way. Yeah. Yeah, great dude, movie. symbolic, man. Yeah. There's always symbolicity and all that shit. There's always, you got to look for the underlining message of shit, man. There's one there. <laughs> that is something 
<laughs> that I wish I would have paid attention more in school when I was reading like classic books of how to find what they're actually talking about. It's good to know these things. Yeah. My, my fiance, she can listen to a song and tell me what all the lyrics mean and are about. And I listen to it and I'm just like, because yeah, you listen to the beat. You're a beat writer. Yeah. You don't give a fuck about lyrics. Um, you like a song. It's like, dong, dong, dang, dang, dang. You'd be like, ah, oh, shit, I like this part. Dong, dong, dang, dang, dang. It has a good beat. Yeah. You know, lyrics is what it's all about, dog. I can listen to a song twice and I'll know all the lyrics. Yeah. If it's a good song. I'll know like all the lyrics twice. I, I got a memory for that, but I don't have a memory for names, anything, man. It's, it's horrible. That's why I had to write shit down today to make sure I remembered my points I wanted to make. I like, I like that. Did we hit them all? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's where I'm at, man. The whole shit with Alexander Acosta and shit. And uh, I'll find out more. I'll keep, you know, I'll keep checking it out. Um, <laughs> it was something else too that I had fucking jotted down. I think that I wanted to remember. But yeah, that Joan Rivers thing is what made me really like it. Caught my eye because I was like, whoa, man, there's a lot of pictures. And that's the thing, too. There's a lot of pictures with fucking Trump. Like, Trump was very tied into this dude, yo. You know, and Trump was talking about, like, how he's he's all about, you know, stopping sexual abuse against children. And yet he ran with these people. You know what I'm saying? And from my understanding, he did arrest a lot of pedophiles, from my understanding. But, um... Well, the, the, other, the, the other thing, too, strong. from a geographic standpoint... Trump's Mar-a-Lago, where he lives in Palm Beach, which is 20 minutes from here, is around the corner from where Epstein's place was. Uh, That's what I'm saying, man. They're all fucking slimes, man. And these are the people that run our government. They're fucking slimes. We put our trust. I don't put my trust in them. I have trust issues. So I don't put my trust in them at all, man. You know. But yeah, this is the world that's going on around those people. (laughs) Isn't it exciting? Yeah, man. Uh, I'm trying to hold your kids. (laughs) Keep knowing your kids are, man. Hold your kids. Love your kids, man, because they will snatch them up. They'll fucking turn them into fucking smoothies. Adrenochrome smoothies. If you don't know what that shit is, look it up, people. Knowledge yourself, man. Look it up. Look up adrenochrome. Know what I'm talking about, man. How these motherfuckers out there drinking baby blood. And trying to fucking take their energy from babies. It's crazy, man. People are crazy. So what are we looking at here? All right. So this right here is Mar-a-Lago. That's, that's where... That's, that's where he was, Mar-a-Lago. Yeah. Well, that, that's where Trump is at now. Oh, that's where he's at now? Yeah. Well, I mean, he's been there. He's owned this property for, oh, okay. for uh, I don't know, a while. And where's that? From your house? No, no, no. So this is, this is, this is where Trump... Owns this piece of property, right? He yeah. lives there. Like when he would go down to Florida, this is where he goes. All right. And then if you go, you make a left and you just go up a little way, you go up and boom, hop, skipping a three, jump. Four, five, six, seven, eight blocks. Eight, yeah, maybe, maybe, maybe a little closer to 10 blocks. Yeah, about a mile. Uh, 1.8 miles. And this is Epstein's, there you go. Epstein's crib. There you go. We did in 15 minutes. Yeah. We'll be there in 15 minutes for that pizza. <laughs> Keep it warm. You know? Uh, 
And not for nothing, that motherfucker had like tacky ass houses, yo. Like when you went inside that shit, it was tacky as fuck. I think uh, that's the first sign of a pedophile, man. Like real tacky ass <laughs> paintings, everything gold and shit. You're like, yo, it's fucking horrible. They got no fucking, see, they like most of that shit. You look at like most of those fucking slimy ass motherfuckers with money. Like look at mobsters. You watch fucking uh, uh, Wise Guys and shit like that. You know, uh, uh, Goodfellas, right. shit like that. All their houses are tacky as fuck. Tacky ass houses. No one just live in a nice house, you know, except for uh, Mr. White. Yes. Mr. White had a very decent looking house. It wasn't very tacky, you know. What's with all the gold shit and fucking scrolly shit everywhere and anything looking all tacky? All them motherfuckers, man. Who designs that shit? Who's the designer for fucking, you know, drug cartels' houses? Them should just be tacky. There was, there was that scene in Goodfellas where Lorraine Bra- uh, Bracco, that's her last name, right? Lorraine Bracco? Yeah, yeah uh, I think so. The one who plays Karen. She has that monologue inside her inside her head when she's with all the other women and they're getting the makeup yeah. done. She's like, they didn't look very good. And yeah. None of them had good skin in the houses. It's just tacky. Yeah, it's the truth. Yeah, but then so was hers. Yeah. <laughs> and even and then even when like even when like his his side chick was showing her house off, the one he bought her, she's like, oh, look at this. Look at this. And I'm like, tacky, 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 tacky. You live in a tacky ass fucking house. doesn't look comfortable. It's definitely not warm. Yeah. I mean, I would think as a gangster, I want to come home to a nice warm house, a house that feels comfortable where I can feel a little bit of, oh, you know, um, have you ever have you ever read the book or seen the movie called The Iceman? About the, the, the guy from Jersey City who was the hitman for the mob? I, I want to say I did, but I can't say I did for sure. I'm going to have to check it out now because I know I've definitely seen The Iceman. So the movie wasn't really all that great. The book, un-fucking-believable. Really? I'm going to have to check it out. Unbelievable. It's, it's long. It's like five or 600 pages, but it's, uh, it's – it's an easy read, you know what I mean? It's just like dialogue yeah. and shit like that, but it's not like like difficultly written. But this this dude, he would, if the mob wanted a guy to suffer, they would pay him extra. He would take the guy, drive him to this cave in Pennsylvania. He would tape him to a chair and like you know whatever, dangle him or 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 or, or, or chain him down in this cave and put food around him. And then rats would come out and eat the guy alive. That's how he would, <laughs> he would kill people. That's some Game of Thrones shit, dog. <laughs> and then he would come home and like coach his kids' Little League team. Like had, he had a complete separation from this is what I do for work. This well, is what he I was, do uh, what do they call those people? Like a, so- a sociopath. He's or maybe a sociopath. A split personality maybe. Well, sociopath. He didn't have no empathy at all. For the people he killed, it was just business. But it was weird because he had empathy for like his family and stuff like that. Well, that's that. why they say, you right. know, yeah, that's, true. that's why they say to love your enemies because even the wicked love those who love them. Right. You know what I'm saying? To say a person who's wicked is not capable of love is bullshit. They love someone. You know, there's someone that they love and there's someone that loves them back. That's why it's, 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 you know, they say love your enemies because that's what makes you better. Loving the people who love you is easy. Even the wicked do that. Right. 
You know, that's easy to do. It's easy for me to love someone who's showing me love, but let someone who's being a dick, you know, get love. It's hard. It's hard for me to do. Much harder. You know, the other night a dude knocked the drink out of my hand at the club. And I said, yo, dude, you knocked the drink out of my hand. And the dude was like, oh, I'm sorry. And I'm like, yeah, I get that you're sorry, but, you know, it was a full drink, dog. You owe me another drink. And the dude was like, no, nah, I'm not. I'm not buying you another drink. And I said, all right. What? And I smacked his drink out of his hand. <laughs> and he was like, and I said, now we even. And he was like, all right. He really? That was it? Dudes. Yeah, that was it. And these were two other dudes. All I kept thinking is that dude would have did that shit to me and I was there with my son and John Ovales or any of my boys. That would have been a totally different thing, man. Like, who are you stepping up to? Goes to show you how much just an attitude of not to be fucked with goes. But eventually right. you will get called on it. So, but I already looked in his chest. There was no heart there. <laughs> I already did my x-ray. There's He's no heart like, there. He was probably like, you know what? I'm not doing this. He probably like thought about it after the after you said. No, he was looking at me for a minute, and then he went, "Okay." Yeah. Is it wrong that like I like doing stupid shit like that? Is that wrong that I I... brings out the primal instinct? I think, and it's because I'm little. Yeah. Well, I mean, it it feels, and and I'm not, I'm not little in the sense that I'm short, but I'm little in the sense that I'm, I'm flat. Yeah. You know what I yeah, mean? you're little. You're a little dude. I look at you as a little dude. Now I'm only fucking with you, yo. <laughs> I feel like you've gotten lower a little bit, man. Speaking to your mic. Oh, I've oh I've gotten lower. How's yeah, that yeah. better? Yeah, that's good. That's much better. Uh, yeah. I'll turn it up. Turn it up a little bit. Um. But yeah, shit has been good, man. The shows have been good. Oh, <clears throat> let me see what time it is. Yeah, as we start to wrap this up a little bit, got a couple of announcements. Uh, me and my man Adam Gable, we're back at the Grizzly Pair with our weekly show. It'll be uh, Monday Midnights. It's called Not Quite Tuesday. Um, <laughs> That's pretty funny. I like that. Adam came up with it. But we're doing our thing back at the Grizzly Pair every fucking uh, Monday at midnight. Not Quite Tuesdays. Follow me on Gary G. Uh, Gary G. Garcia Instagram and you'll, uh, you'll see, you know, who's on the shows. Uh, very excited for that. We're trying to blow this shit up, people. So uh, come check us out. Um, it's going to be fun. You know, we're trying to get just smoking lineups to try to blow this shit up. You know, I'm excited about it. And and I passed a thousand views, my first thousand views on uh, on uh, the special. We're at, I think, 1,075 last I looked. So that's pretty cool. It's getting some views so far. All good. Uh, I've only gotten good responses so far. I know there's going to be some bad ones, but you know, I don't give a fuck about those. Um, but yeah, people share it, watch it. If you haven't watched it yet, YouTube, you have not, you did not see me here tonight. Uh, it's, you know, my first special, my man, Brian Licata and myself, uh, produced it, cut it, cut it up. And, uh, and I think it's cool, you know, not the best work I've ever done, but I'm, I'm, I'm proud of it. And I'm glad you people are checking it out. I hope more people check it out and share it. Uh, I only got 999 more thousand to go to reach my goal. So <laughs> let's do this shit, man. Let's get a hundred thousand fucking views on this shit, man. 
Um, and uh, other than that, I uh, I got some shows coming up. I don't know where the fuck they are, to be honest. But <laughs> things are starting to get busy. Now things are gonna be busy, especially once November hits. I'm hitting the tour again with uh multiple personalities. Um, and you can still catch me in Atlantic City, man. Pretty much every fucking night. Uh, just check out acjokes.com and big up to my people at AC Jokes, man. Pew, 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 pew. You know. And what about you, Brian? What's going on with you? Anything coming up? Anything nope. you want to talk about? Same shit. I'm not a comedian, man. I don't really have. I don't really have events. Don't mean that you happen. don't have a life, man. Don't mean you don't have a life, man. You know what? You, um, know, yeah, you so could have this- a bar mitzvah. You know what I'm saying? I don't know. Uh, yeah, big plans for the weekend. Big, big plans. Uh, me You're and smoke three cigars <laughs> tomorrow. Tomorrow cigar day. Actually, I'm smoking. A t- I'm smoking a cigar tomorrow. El Lancero. Um, uh, this week, white people could roll their tongues. Uh, this weekend, me and the lady and the pooch are going down to Fort Lauderdale. My friend is a cook he's a sous chef at a restaurant down there so we're going to eat dinner there what's the name of the restaurant uh it's called american social american social american so my people in florida if you're checking this out man and you want to go catch my man brian let him know he's a star too he doesn't know it he doesn't know (laughs) it oh i met your cousin oh yes dude she came down to the show yes did did you speak to her after the show uh no but i heard (laughs) how did you hear if you didn't speak to her I talked to Merck. I, I talked. I talk. <laughs> oh, what did Merck say? Merck said that Bridgestone got them to make out during the show. Oh, really? Her and her girlfriend? Yes. I didn't see that. Oh, dude, really? I'm very rarely in the club anymore when I'm not on. It keeps where, me sane. Where, where did you meet her at? Did you, did you guys hang out afterwards? What the fuck? No, 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 no. She came up to me after. You know, I always hang out after the show. Oh, yeah, yeah, You yeah, know, I always yeah. hang out to talk to everybody. She came up and she said, I'm Brian's cousin. I said, oh, shit. Yeah, he told me he was coming down. Yes. And, you know, cool chick. She introduced me to a lady. Yeah, yep, 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 yep. Yeah, they said that they, uh, they had a good time. They did, but I they, thought you didn't speak to them. What? That cousin? Yeah. What do you mean? I, I asked you if you spoke to your cousin since they came to the show. Oh, um, yeah. I haven't talked to him since then. I do talk to them, though. Oh, yeah. But you said they said they had a good time. I'm like, how do you know they had a good time? Oh, Mike oh, told you they oh, had a good time. No, she. I, I hadn't talked to her on the phone, but she oh, okay. t- texted me and said, thank you. I had a good time. Oh, all right. All right. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. That's cool, man. Yeah. It was a good show that night. Was it good? I'm, I'm, I'm glad. She hit me up. Yeah. Uh, they were both excited. They're like, hey, can you, you know, get us... Get us uh, some tickets. I was like, yeah, of course. You know, like, uh, go out. You're the man. Yeah, see the boys. Hey, man. If you need some tickets to catch me at AC, man, just hit me up. Uh, you know, inbox me, man. I'll get you a deal on the tickets. Yeah, if you want, I can actually get you a better deal on the tickets. So Venmo me, and then I'll get you the discounted rate from Gary. There you go. Yeah. All right, man. Brian, man. I can't wait to see you again next week. I feel like there's something I sent you that we didn't hit. And I also been looking at the comments, man. My, my man wants us to talk about where I stand on aliens. So, uh, oh, dude, we, ne- I said we do that a deep dive next podcast. Yeah, yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna take this deep, week to, to get to get a little more uh, my thoughts together on what I feel, and we'll and we'll talk about that. We'll hit that discussion. Why not? We'll talk about aliens, man. You know, I didn't get a shimmy from you today, man. It's kind of like you know my thing, man. Ah, uh, shit, dog. Looking a little stiff today. I will say this real quick before we go. 
I've been watching it on my big screen and I realize you do have a tan. It is, it's my computer. Right. Exactly. Yeah. And it's, it's and, my it's, computer. And, and, and it's, and it's the light. I think the light, yeah. you know, on my television, man, you got a little Don whole thing going on. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> you got some color. You're looking good. Yeah. You know, you can't see it on here. Here you, you're zombified, but on, on my big screen, you look good. Thank so you. big up to you. Your haircut looks exactly the same as it did last week. It's growing. It's it's growing, which is good. You'll need another haircut in like a week, not even a couple of days. You'll need another haircut. Yeah. Next, next. You didn't take nothing off it, man. No, nothing. No, no, no. I I, I get stuff cut off the top once every three haircuts. Oh, all right. You know. Well, I guess you could do that. You have hair. I'm not mad at all. If you get Just your haircut, he's not taking anything off the top either. <laughs> nah, nothing grows on the top. Nothing. As you can tell where it grows, man. You see where it grows. It comes all the way back here. Oh. So if I had hair, that's where it would go. <laughs> this is my head shade. Would go. And then this drops like, like all the way. It's like I just have like a little patch. <laughs> it's fucking harp. It's like George Costanza. <laughs> Listen, man. I take, what, I take the hand I'm dealt and I play those cards. And uh, so far it's been working out. <laughs> you should have folded. A while ago. <laughs> I'm gonna let you go. I'm gonna let you end this one on a good one. Right? How about that? I'm not even gonna retaliate on you. You win this one. Give it up for Brian. That's been another episode of Rated G with Gary Garcia, Gary G Garcia, and Brian Licata. Do say extraordinary, dude. I love you, man. Thanks again, man, for doing this. Every time we do it, I just enjoy it even more. Oh man, peace. peace.